<laughs> I can't believe I took my pants off in the studio in front of you guys. What are you doing, man? Oh, I thought I had my shorts on underneath my elf Well, you suit. don't. Uh -huh. You don't. Oh, oh my God. I'm kind of, I don't get shorts. embarrassed easily, but I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> and if yeah, people are probably... the red shorts. Well, people are probably wondering, what are you talking about? An elf suit? What the hell's those going on? briefs or boxers? These were, those are boxer briefs. <laughs> You don't want to see him again, do you? I'll show you. You're a commando. That's yeah, AJ, yeah. I come into, I come into work today, and he looks like an elf. I haven't well, seen him for a whole week. Today, the day as we are uh, doing this podcast, it is uh, July 25th, which is Christmas in July. It's officially right. Christmas in July. So uh, we have our big parade in Seattle on Saturday, our big torchlight parade, the Seafair event, and our theme is Christmas in July. So I get to be the elf. I get to be an elf. Santa's going to be there. So elf. Because I'm, yes, I'm goofy like an elf, too. <laughs> you are. So I'll be uh, in my elf outfit. I had to try it on today, and I thought, why not just keep it on for a while? And not only try it on, you had to ride the scooter yes. to all the other stations yes. to let them know. Yes. And I thought I had my gym shorts on underneath, yes. but I do but not. Didn't. And I gave the ladies a show. <laughs> a horrific show. It just happened, folks. We're still trying to recover from that. Yeah. Your, your brain is going to be, it's going to burn in your you brain forever. You can't see that. Ember. <laughs> So it's been a busy uh, couple of weeks. It took last week off. Um, I was at Disneyland. and I, I want to hear about that. I checked out the new Star Wars Galaxy oh Edge. Oh, my God. You love That's that. That's the big thing. Yeah, it's really cool because, well, it's the coolest part about it was we didn't have to wait like two and a half hours in line uh, because we were there with media. So we got mm. the sneak oh. peek. But, oh, I mean, all anytime there's a new ride there, it's always going to be ridiculously packed. But if I went without the media, how mm -hmm. would the lines be? Is it uh, like I mean, you're going to wait a couple hours, hours but oh. I will say this about that. It, what, what Disneyland has done a really good job of doing is keeping people entertained while they're in line, and they're, you know, it's shaded. There's all this area where you're like, a lot of it's indoors and air conditioning, so it's not like you're just scorching in the heat. So nice. they've done, like on most of their newer rides, and now almost all the rides, they have areas where you're not standing in the sun mm, hardly at all, good. which is nice. Because it gets hot down there in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, so at least that. And then they have uh, different uh, entertainment things going on. They have music playing, and they have uh, parts of, like, when you're in line. There's a lot of stuff to look at to keep your attention occupied so you're not just sitting there. Right, which you can't do. No, no, I <laughs> yeah, can't do that. Not, not but him. the ride itself is like you are flying and, and driving the Millennium Falcon. Oh, my goodness. We wanted to hear about that. And it's like... A childhood dream because oh, when I was a kid, you know, we all grew up with Star Wars oh, yeah. at different levels, and some people are still into it. I'm not into Star Wars as much as now Anna. as Anna, like, right? You will be though because of maps. Yeah. I, of course, of course. You will be. Yeah. Um, and you know, just going there and, and being around all the characters and seeing all the you know the, the different things, I was like, oh, this is great. And being able to sit in a cockpit, it was like a replica of the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And it's like a flight simulator, mm. like you know, you know, air pilots and and astronauts have to practice in. That's what you're doing. You're did driving. You it feels like you're driving and turning. And did you crash? Uh, yes, because uh, our you good crashed. friend, our our good friend Julie Judge, was in charge of going up and down. Okay, I was in charge of going left and right. And Julie, and I know you're not supposed to blame other people. You know, blaming your teammates. Okay. But she kept going. She was going. I'm telling you, have you ever driven anything, Julie? <laughs> but um, we, we bumped around a little bit, but it was so cool. It was so much fun. And we were dodging of, meteors. and ooh, yeah. Some of the rides have changed names or something. 
Uh, yeah, the, uh, it's the Incredicoaster now. I forget what it was called before. Yeah, I saw pictures of you on that. Yeah, it used to be Paradise Pier, and now it's uh, Pixar Pier, and they changed the name of the rides mm-hmm. to fit Pixar. So I it's uh, it, the Incredible, co- the Incredicoaster is for the Incredibles. Yeah. And that was my favorite ride. That's a, I love roller coasters. Me too. And I rode that sucker like 12 times in two days. Wow. I rode it seven oh, I times. I rode it seven times <laughs> in a row. We got up there uh, Monday morning after our broadcast. The line again. Yeah, and, and it was a Monday morning. There weren't too many people out yet, so I was like, "I'm just going to ride the Incredicoaster, see how many times I can get on." And when you do the single rider line, that's, that's the key. That's the secret is. That's the secret. That is the secret. Ride the single rider line, and you can get more rides in. And the wait is at least half as long. Yeah. And we did Space Mountain, where the wait was a hundred, like a hundred minutes, and we got on uh, the ride. We did single riders, and we just. Stood a line together. We were in there like 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So there's yes. ways to get around just standing in line. And I hear Space Mountain <clears throat> is no longer Space Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain is what I it's called. I am in disbelief. Yeah. That's... I remember growing up with oh, Space man. Mountain, but I bet hyper, I mean, hyperspace Mountain sounds actually amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, same ride. Everything's the same on it. Um, and it's just, it's just really, really cool. It's a classic and it's, it stood the test of time. It really has. I love it. I absolutely love that ride. But I'm a coaster freak. Anything that is like a roller coaster has, like, it's fast and goes up and down and curves and upside down. I love it. I'm in. Clearly, if you go for 12 times in a row. Yes. 12 times in two days. I did seven in a row. I would have done, next time I go, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go and I'm going to talk to the Disneyland bigwigs and I'm going to say, do you have record of what's the most time someone's ridden the Incredicoaster at one time, like in a row, like if it's 10 hours or if it's 12 hours or eight hours or a hundred times or whatever it is, I'd like to try to beat that record. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun. Right. So I, I like to have that record because I was going strong. I mean, seven in a row, I was just getting warmed up. And you didn't get woozy or sick? No, no. <laughs> you think after that many no. times your brain would be rattling. I was going for 10, but then by that, by the time I did my 7th, it was starting to get packed in the park. So the line was getting a little longer, and then we had to leave for the airport. I was like, well, I probably got to get back. Yeah. <laughs> I probably got to catch my flight. Boss was like, where's where's AJ? Oh, he's riding the Incredicoaster still. Yeah, he's still on the <laughs> Still. Three days later, I'm on he the Incredicoaster. that was the airplane. He <laughs> could stay on the Incredicoaster because he doesn't have a job here anymore. Right. Uh- <laughs> Oh, uh, so what uh, What have you ladies been up to in the last uh, couple of weeks? Gosh, while you were gone, there was, like, I think an earthquake over Oh, here. another one? Oh, so you were still here. Oh, you were still here? But yeah. We, we didn't podcast that week. Oh, that's because where Because he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we had, what was that registered? 4.7, I believe. And, and it, you were real close to the epicenter, yes, right? it was three lakes, and I was right there in Snohomish, and um, I was sound asleep, and it, it jolted me out of bed. I yeah. was like, I didn't. I didn't know what happened. My sister, when I finally figured it out and I texted her, she's like, where did you take cover? I don't take cover. I, I didn't know what happened. You don't have time. <laughs> she was just, under the covers. Right. Yeah, I was hiding. No, I, I thought a tree hit the house, so I'm looking for limbs, you know. You were way off on that one. Scared the sky. <laughs> Couldn't find the cat for a couple of days. Yeah, we were still That's here, crazy. and that was a good, I'd say, 50 miles, 40, 50 miles from where we live, so I, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have, you felt an earthquake before, right? Uh, well, before. 
or kind of, but okay. not as badly as most people did when we were here in 2001. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2001 was the big Nisqually earthquake here, yeah. and that did a ton of damage uh, in downtown Seattle. The ground actually rolled. I was outside because we had horses, and the horses were acting up because they knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, oh, What's weird. What's going on? And I go out, and I look over the field, and it ro- it was rolling just like it was crazy. Do you remember what that one was on the Richter scale? Like seven point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was seven? That's it a, was a big, big. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things in Pioneer Square crumbled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, Do what we the, have a death? I don't know if we well, had a death. I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. What that did, I guess, uh, it—, it Force people to reinforce the buildings. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, buildings downtown are reinforced, I which think is ours good. Is here. Thank yeah, goodness. right. Because we're up high. We're up high yeah, on a big hill. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah. Before that, they built the Rainier Tower, which was really known for being earthquake um, proof. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, were you at the Columbia Tower then? Uh, it was just before my shift started, so oh, I had okay. to go there right after it happened. Yeah, and that one just—it's—it's <laughs> it's earthquake proof, so it just sways a little. It's it crazy. goes like it's like it's really really sways. That's Even crazy. That there, I can't imagine like, being on like up in the eightieth floor and no. having to go back and forth. That'd be terrifying. That's a bad ride. Now, do it's you guys? No credit coaster. Do you guys? Yeah, right. A whole different kind of thrill <laughs> ride. Uh, do you guys have an earthquake kit? Like a because uh, I don't, and I feel guilty because I have a you know my four year old my son my family I feel like I should be a little more prepared. Yeah, they um you should be prepared be like having three weeks worth of food mm-hmm. and supplies. Water too, right? Water. But does, here's the definitely. thing: I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, and really, it's not like California. You know, it's yeah. Not, like things don't really get ruined. I th- I'm not saying it's not a good idea. It's always a good idea. Sure. To when when I was in kindergarten, we had a really big earthquake. Did you say kindergarten? <laughs> Did he say, I, was, I thought I heard it wrong too. I was just like, when we were in kindergarten. Kindergarten. <laughs> my teacher left the room and we had an earthquake. And I was the oldest in the class because my birthday's in November. And I thought it was a monster. And I'm yelling, hide, everybody hide, it's a monster. So teacher comes back, and she's like, see, we're all hiding under our desk. Like, that's <laughs> going to protect us from a monster. But she's like, oh, you guys are so smart. And that's she what you're supposed so to do smart. if you're in school, right? You hide under your desk or well, we hide under something heavy? Yeah, we didn't know that. We were just hiding from the monster. Monster. Oh, monsters, earthquakes, <laughs> hide under your desk, us. kids. Right. <laughs> now, I have another question about this. Uh, is a doorway, they say you're supposed to stand in the doorway if, you can, if you're close to it, if you you're feel an earthquake? You're not supposed to anymore. You're not supposed to, to be. That used to be the belief. But now you're supposed to go to a sturdy table underneath it, mm-hmm. not on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if things fall down and yeah, and crash yeah. on the table. I don't know what it is anymore about why why we're not supposed to go. They to don't make the them doorways frames. like they used to. They don't like they don't well, they don't make them like that anymore. Our doors, you'd have to figure out how to hold it open so we could stand. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> these so heavy. So heavy. <laughs> we have soundproof weighted doors. Oh man, they are heavy. <laughs> so what did you uh, what did you do in the last couple of weeks, Anity? Uh, what did I do? Um, nothing. Act nothing. busy. Nothing. It's uh, well, my my husband's in Canada. He's on a fishing trip with our with this with our church group. Oh. <laughs> and so they have like no cell phone service or anything like that. Um, and then tonight I get to party. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? I'm going to Michael McDonald. <laughs> Michael and, McDonald and concert? Shaka Khan. And Shaka Khan? I mean, Shaka, 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 Shaka. Oh, yeah. girl group. Oh, <laughs> man. Michael McDonald and Shaka Khan. Where is yeah. that show going to be? It's uh, Chateau Saint-Michel. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, the winery. The winery. So Anna D's going to get her wine drinking on. No, She's I'm the designated the driver. Oh, uh, you're always so responsible. Oh, she stinks. Is. It's ridiculous. I don't like being responsible. <laughs> Let are me you, out of that club. Are you doing any back to school stuff yet? Shopping or thinking you know about what? it? Or? I don't even get me started. I did start. Um, really? Like three weeks ago, only I, I went to Walmart and it wasn't to go back to school shopping. It just so happened that they had these shelves where they had tons of back to school stuff after the 4th of July <laughs> and it was on sale. I'm like, I'm just going to fill this cart up. Now, are you losing any sleep or stressed out about back to school stuff, back to school shopping? No, I, I try not to think about it. You're pretty it, laid back in general. I don't know. When it gets closer to that time, you you know, you ask me that same question. Because it, I got I found a survey here. Sixty percent of parents, that's a lot, it said they're losing sleep and stressing about their children going back to school and the most stressful thing uh, is the say they say the, the actual start of school itself is the mm. most stressful part. And they worry about their kid eating healthy food at school. Do you worry about that? Like, okay, well, for the first part of the question, I mean, are people, are parents, like, losing sleep, like, today, like, now, yeah. this week? Yeah, like, now they're thinking about it. You know, we're end of July, we're coming up you to August, month away. I am pretty away. irked that it is a month away, because less than a month ago, we just got out of school. You guys start in August, end of August? Or, yeah, we do. Because where we are, it's, we start after Labor Day. Yeah. The, like, I a week after Labor Day. That. Yeah, that kind of bothers me that they only have, like, two months of school. Of uh, summer vacation. Yeah, but they also have midwinter break, which I never heard of. You got spring break, no, Christmas break, midwinter break. You got. I have a theory about that. I think they're trying to make it year-long school. You do because there's so yeah. many more working parents. Yeah. And I, I th- it feels like they're stretching it out, and summer's getting shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be what's. Uh, I think as a parent, I, I wouldn't mind that. What having a whole. Year like long? just less summer? having like if if they're gonna do the, I kind of go back and forth with it because you know summer break is summer break and that's the time to do you know your vacations and whatnot. But I also kind of think that uh, having like a midwinter break and because as much as I joke around about how silly that is, if they are gonna expand it, expand the the school year, that might not be a bad idea because like you said, for working parents and I know. My wife and I, you know, the, the older he gets, we're both going to have to work. Right. I mean, it's yeah. it's hard. It's tough out there. And, yes. I mean, we both have to work. And then finding places, you know, uh, you know, a, 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 a di- not a day, a, whether it's a daycare or a babysitter when he gets older. I mean, that's tough. That's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. So I think that actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, 42% of parents say they worry about the cost of new school supplies. You know, I was going to mention that because as a single mom, mm-hmm. I, you know, you there's there's a lot. To buy a lot of stuff, but I was so fortunate. There was a backpack program where we live, and it was pretty humiliating to walk in. They did let you volunteer, so at least you felt like you were giving back. Sure. But they had a rule; they would not take anything used. Everything had to be new, and that was pretty awesome for my kids. Who, you know, pretty much everything they got was secondhand. Sure, you were a single so, mom with with yeah. three kids. So they got a brand new backpack and nice new mm-hmm. school supplies and. And, I mean, to this day, I am so grateful for that program. And that's a great – what's the name of that program again? Well, it's a backpack program. A lot of people – a lot of different schools have it. For us, it was the Family Resource Center. Sure. And that's something I think especially single moms, single parents like you Mm -hmm. uh, need to look into instead of, you know, worrying about going to to the stores and finding new stuff. There are options out there, which is great. Yeah, especially if you have to choose between clothes and supplies. Yeah. You don't want your kid going back with – Mm-hmm. At least in one new outfit. Would it have helped you if there was a program where you just 
um, pay like thirty dollars. <throat> excuse me, and it you know covers everything because that's uh, at the end of elementary school for my kids. Um, they were starting to implement that kind of program. They're like, hey, you guys, don't buy your own supplies anymore. We're, we, we've now decided just give us $30 and the teachers will buy everything. And I felt like, well, $30 is great because yeah. I spent so much more buying the school supplies. Mm-hmm. If they know what they want and just need right. the 30 bucks from each parent or yeah. each family. That would have yeah. been a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. So the Retton School District's doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> And there's school uh, programs with clothes for kids. Like, for instance, here in Linwood, they have a um, clothes for kids program. So any low-income family can sign up, and their kid actually gets to go in and shop. Which so it, they, that's huge. Yeah, so they know. get to pick out what they want. And it's it's so nice that, you know, for especially single moms or single mm-hmm. dads or, or, you know, maybe someone's out of work, to get that help. And if you feel like, for me, it was really hard. I felt like charity but you can always give back in other ways. Right. So if you have to take advantage of something like that, do it with pride and right. know that you can give back when it's your turn. Sure. And to give your kid that, you know, that head start and that gift mm-hmm. uh, where they don't have to feel, they can feel confident going mm-hmm. to school and not having to wear, you right. know, some old stuff. Cause it, it could be tough out there. And that brings me to another thing that parents are worried about uh, going back to school. And that's making their kid making friends at school and the bullying problem that is, mm-hmm. Uh, seem to be getting better at times because there's a lot of schools that have these anti-bullying programs and raising awareness, which is great. Um, and I think, unfortunately, I say that's good, but I wish that we didn't need to do that. But unfortunately, the reality is that we do. Mm-hmm. And that's something that uh, I'm sure you parents have stressed about at times, a time mm-hmm. or two. Yeah, we stress yeah. about that as kids. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I stress about that as an adult, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bullying at your workplaces <laughs> still, workplace. yeah. different places. Well, and that's the problem is we want to help the kids, but the adults are bullying people. And, oh, you know, so okay. if the adults are doing it, the kids might model after that, you know? Yeah. But my son, he was getting bullied. I think he was in third grade. He wouldn't tell us, but everybody knew something was going on. And so when we got to the root of it, because he wouldn't tell us, we just knew something was going on. The kid that was bullying him, his dad had just gotten in big trouble for some things and was taken to jail. And my, it's a small place where we lived, and so my son knew that that had happened. And so he was taking it because he's like, Mom, his life is awful. And I'm like, wow. oh, my gosh. you know. And I said, even that. We can work it out. You sure. don't have to just take the abuse. I was going to say, how do you handle that? When you when you know your kid is getting bullied at school, but he's not, or he or she is not talking about it, how do you handle that as the a parent? The teacher was so great because my kid is one of those really ADHD. I'm sure you can't relate to that. No, kids. no, I don't know anything and about And so that. If, anybody, <laughs> if anything happened in the classroom, they would yell his Look, name. Look, a squirrel. No, I'm Exactly. <laughs> So uh, the teacher loved him and was really great with him, and she knew something was up, and we got together and talked, and then it, it somebody, some kid told. And so then we were able to get the two boys together, and because of the bull boy situation, we were all it was really kind of a beautiful thing that, is that cool. we could all work out and teach him, you know, hey, we know it's not right at home, but you don't have to take it out on others, and how can we support you? Sometimes it just you know takes someone to feel a little like a love to, yes. to help out the whole situation to make it better for well, everyone. And on a small island, everyone, he's sure everybody knows and is judging him, even right. in third grade. Right. Yeah. So the, the last thing here, and this is a pretty high, 45% of parents say they stress out about packing their kids' lunch because they forgot to do it. 
a time or ten. Have you ever forgotten to pack your kids' lunch? No, because we always do cafeteria. Oh, you always do the cafeteria food. <laughs> I mean, if I don't load their, you know, accounts, there's yeah. the problem. Now I'm curious. How, like, when you say load their account, how does that work? Is that a weekly thing, a monthly thing, or um, daily thing? It just depends on you know how much you put in there. I mean, you know, and how much it is. What so is it per day about? Per day, gosh, I want to say like it depends on their grade. So of course, you know, I think oh, it does. School, yeah, because the smaller kids eat less, and you know. Oh, and then the high schoolers. Oh, I thought you meant like, like their grades, like their like yeah. their actual oh. grade point average. So it's just like, man, I would have starved at school. <laughs> they would have said, hey, "Here's a cracker, enjoy it. <laughs> Here's a cracker and a stick of beef jerky. Get, uh, get the hell out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Here's um, a little bottle of water. <laughs> You're done. Go do your homework. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's brutal. Oh, no, it's um, so high schoolers, you know, they have an empty stomach, so that's going to be a more lot choices. more. They got yeah. more choices mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But, um, so I want to say, like, I don't know if I'm, I'm right, but I think like a buck 20 for like elementary schools and maybe like four bucks for, you know, high schoolers. Or a day? Like that. I, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that. Yeah. Something like that. And, um, so yeah, well, I can see how that adds up for for someone who can't afford it. I mean, a right, month that's right. you know forty so, times uh, yeah, yeah. four times thirty. Yeah, the schools are really, a month. really good about low income kids. They get not only lunch but breakfast. That's and cool. it used to be that everybody knew the kids had it, but now they've got it in a way that people don't really know they're on the low income, which right. is, has more dignity. Sure, to it. sure. Yeah, because uh, I've heard some horror stories about kids that you know. Haven't been served their food because their yeah. accounts past due, or it's just it's really really frustrating and to see that. Who was it? Some celebrity paid. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen a few different stories about where some celebrities paid all the doing back that. Accounts, which is so beautiful. I think that is awesome. I don't think any kid should have to worry about stuff like that, you know, like and eating and especially if they clothes. have a parent that's not responsible, right? And hasn't got him signed up for the program, and then the kid pays the price. Yeah, and that's that's the worst part about it. Mm-hmm. It really is. But the good the good news is that when. Um, even though schools will say stuff like, well, if you go past, you know, negative $5 balance or whatever, you know, you're, we, we can't feed you. A lot of the lunch ladies out there will actually feed them. The lunch I ladies mean, are beautiful I people. Love, yeah. They've I always been the beautiful ladies. people. I, yeah. Some of my, my fondest memories are the bonding times that we've had with the lunch ladies. I'm not going to lie. My lunch lady in high school, well, junior high and high because mm-hmm. I was all one, she's my Facebook friend. Oh, she is. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite That's lunch cool. lady in high school, she always gave me an extra piece of pizza because oh, when it was you are so charming. When it was pizza day, I loved I still to this day loved the cafeteria pizza in our school. Is it square? It's the squares. <laughs> they're so good. What? Oh, they're so good. So the crust wasn't too like Moist. I didn't know. It, it was always like crunchy. It was, it was always like, crunchy. See, ours was like on, on the tray for so long that the the steam mm. from the bottom like would really yeah make it like oh what's the time you get to your table is like ah. it was. <laughs> so chewy. I did a guest speaking appearance at a school uh, about a year and a half ago. And they were having pizza that day. <laughs> and the the auditorium where I was, uh, you know, talking to the kids was pretty close to the cafeteria. So afterwards, I was walking out, and I smelled it, and it smelled the same as it did. I was just oh. like, I was like, oh, my God, it's pizza day. <laughs> and I went to one of the teachers, and I asked her, I said, 
can I have a piece of pizza? She's like, sure, come on in. They were so nice. They were so nice. Because I was just kind of half joking around about it. She's like, no, come on in. You got you got to have a piece of pizza. And it, I took a bite of it, and it instantly brought me back to my childhood. That is awesome. It's one of those things that, you know, you have those smells and those tastes yeah. that bring you back to childhood. The, the cafeteria pizza is probably number one on my list. Grilled cheese sandwiches were mine. Grilled cheese. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. You smell the butter. <laughs> Do you have one? A smell or a taste? Actually, but, the beach, because we were so oh. fortunate to grow up near the beach. And um, Oh, fancy the, pants over here. I know. Uh, I grew up on the beach. Yeah, well, that was before the property cost anything. Anyway, <laughs> this weekend I went over back to the beach and collected some rocks, and it, it just felt like I was home. Yeah. that, wow. that What a cool, that would be a neat thing to have an experience growing up on the beach, but none of us are that lucky like you, Lori Hardy. We had a seal that got beached on a storm, and oh. so they put it in the lagoon by our house. Uh-huh. So we swam with the seal all summer. How cool is that? It was oh. so cool. Charlie, we called him. Is that usually dangerous? I feel well, like they, seals are pretty, pretty you tame, right? Ba- they look like puppies. Yeah, but if you touch a baby seal, then its mom's going to reject it. But this was clearly separated from mom. Oh. And so we put it in there to help it survive. So the mom will reject the baby, the seal? Will if you, touch it? Yes. So there's a lot of beaches where there's seals and there's sign. There's even seal watchers now that will stand because people want to touch them. They can't help it. But if they do, then the moms reject them. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It it is, but it's true, and so yeah. people need to know that. Don't and then you can then you can keep the baby seal. Um, well, we we kept it for yeah, take it home. We kept it for a whole season, and it would we'd back float and it'd swim up on our. Oh, that's so cute. But then when it came fall, Floyd Hardenbrook opened the gate and let it out. Go back to its. You Damn know. you, Floyd Hardenbrook! <laughs> I know. Letting that seal out there, you, you scarred her childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Stupid well. Floyd. Before we uh, wrap this baby up today, we go we uh, finish it up like we always do with life coach Lori Hardy, who has a book out. The book is called Did Not See That Coming. The podcast is called Enough. And we have our life tip with Lori. Do you have a special life tip for us today, Lori? I do, and it has to do with uh, you going to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Gratitude. Oh. It's like you enjoy everything so much. And like I said, when you're gone, it is it is so boring around here. Everyone's <laughs> it's nice. probably quiet. I think some people are like, oh, whew, no. a little peace and quiet around here. No, it is Nobody. boring. But I I know you were grateful for the roller coaster. Oh, my gosh, yes. I know it made me more grateful for you. And it, it's like if we take a minute every day to be grateful, it takes less than 20 seconds. And today I was I like to thank, be thankful for the clouds. And today there's not a cloud in the sky. There's not. not a cloud in the sky, and I was so grateful for that. Because we've had a lot area. of clouds in the skies this past Lately, summer. Yeah. <laughs> so taking time to be grateful, even maybe taking a journal and writing five things a day you're grateful for. I mean, it's a great way to stay connected and, and stay in that positive an state of mind. Awesome idea, and I catch myself sometimes. The worst time for me is when I'm stuck in traffic. I yeah. get so angry sometimes i call it job security and yes you're the you're the traffic guru around here uh but that's when i try to think of something mm-hmm. positive i try to think of some things that i'm happy for grateful for looking forward to but yeah when you that's take a good practice when you get uh when you get in those spots in your day or your life when you're feeling uh, like that practice gratitude and, and good like stuff Anna said so often you're stuck in traffic and you're mad and a little ways down the road you find out had you not been stuck maybe you would have been in an accident right. or right. you know they'd even being grateful, as hard as it is for that, okay, whatever this is about, I'm just going to sing with warm 106.9. That's it. Car. That's it. <laughs> or think about your square pizza. 
Yes. Super nerd mom Anna D <laughs> over there. Life coach Lori Hardy over here. I'm AJ, the annoying one. I do the <laughs> afternoon show here on uh, Warm 106.9 in Seattle. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Listen and learn. Or not. Bye. Bye-bye.